0: You want your Burt Show in one full show every day, uninterrupted, and dang it, you don't want ads. No problem. Become a bonus Burt Show subscriber. Find out more at TheBurtShow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. There's a mystery going on in studio that Mo will try to get to here in just a couple of seconds, but Abby... Passed this on to me the other day, and I'm very curious if you guys have a few of these also, because the only ones I have happen to be airport related.
1: Okay, so yeah, I was scrolling on the TikTok per usual, it's where I always get my news, and I came across this account called at Stuff About Advertising, and she brought up something interesting that I know that I definitely do, called Usage Occasions. When I'm on a plane, I
2: drink ginger ale. I don't have ginger ale at any other point in my life. When I'm at a movie theater, I get cherry Coke and a box of Bunch of Crunch. I have neither of those things in any other circumstance. When I'm at a hotel, I watch Shark Tank. I don't watch Shark Tank (laughs) at any other time. In marketing, these are called usage occasions, the circumstances around using a product. But I find it really interesting that people have these very specific usage occasions where you have a product in one scenario and... Never in any other scenario outside of that. So, what are your very specific usage occasions?
0: I've got two. I've got two that are airport related. Uh, I only will drink Starbucks at the airport for whatever reason. I don't really go to Starbucks. Yeah. Unless you guys are ordering in here, I don't go to Starbucks. And the second one is uh, TGI Fridays. <laughs> if, if I'm on my way out of town for whatever reason, my comfort place is TGI Fridays at the airport. Uh,
3: for me at the airport, if I'm flying. I drink tomato juice. Really? Really? But I don't drink it. (laughs) Like, I don't drink it in my regular life. Like, it's never in our refrigerator, it's never in our home. Yeah but I drink tomato juice when I fly because it's delicious and it pairs very nicely (laughs) with your cheez (laughs) Any
4: for you, Ma? Uh, Only one I can think of is Gatorade at the gym. That's the only time I I drink Gatorade. My grandmother, though, is famous for only drinking Coke on an airplane. I don't know why. Every single time she gets on an airplane, she drinks Coke.
1: My dad used to be this way with road trips. I would always know that we would have a long drive when I was a kid because he'd be like, oh, let's stop and get Dairy Queen. So to me, the taste of like fake hot fudge tastes like a road trip in in my tent.
4: Yes. All right, Mo, you got questions about the studio. What's going on? It was a big foul. (laughs) Huge. Major.
3: Massive.
4: Foul. Whoa. Committed in studio. Bert. Yes. It was you. Okay. I'm ready. Do you have any idea what you could have done that would be a major foul in the studio? Did I leave some stanky food in here or something?
3: Leaving something? Yes. Stanky food? No. Right.
4: I'll give you an opportunity to guess, (laughs) to save yourself. I left something in studio. Before before the judgment comes crashing down. Uh, Should
3: we tell him where I found it? Yes. Okay. So this was right before Thanksgiving break. We were having the puppies come in studio for canine assistance. So we needed to clear out this corner over here to my right in the studio. And there was the chairs over there just like they were in some other stuff. So I moved all that out of the way so we could put our puppy pin for our turkey cam. Okay. And there it was on the floor.
4: It's all the dust.
3: Pa- I mean, covered in dust.
4: Krista had to dive in the dust.
3: <laughs> 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 to find it. We really do need to get our studio. Clean.
0: <laughs> was it perhaps a gift one of you guys have given me in the past? Oh no, nope. it was,
3: it's worse than that, no, isn't
4: I, it? Right? I certainly didn't give it to you.
3: Yes. <laughs> 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 if anything, he would have vetoed it.
4: <laughs> Is it a pair of
0: socks or something? No, no, nothing, no. Um, not a pair of pants. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was changing for something that we and we had to look good later on in the day. It's
3: something that can fit in your pocket.
0: Yep. It's something that could fit in my pocket, and you're sure this is mine. Whoa. Oh.
5: <laughs> well, your name is on it. So, yes. Literally. Undisputably,
0: uh, it literally has your name on I it. Can I
5: give him a clue? Uh-huh. You've bragged about it in the past. Oh, yeah. Oh, have you? Oh. A
3: lot. Oh, have you? Mm-hmm.
0: I'm really nervous. What is it? Oh,
5: you should be. <laughs> what Go is
3: ahead,
0: it? Go ahead, Mo. What is it?
3: Expose him for the man that he is and the person that he ain't. Wait,
0: was it like some hemorrhoid cream or
4: fix it in or something? No. Nope. Okay. Back in the day, you did something that I was not able to do. And because of that, I had to fight. I had to fight for my life to maintain my black card because of what you did. What right. did you do?
3: What kind of card did you get? The
0: NAACP card? Yes, sir. Oh.
3: It was over there in the corner of the room yep. under a pile of dust. What did you it, do? Even
4: better yet, where is it now? It. So uh-huh. one of you guys, because I opened up
0: my wallet, I think, and it was under dust?
3: It. Yeah, it was dusty. It had been there for a minute.
0: I don't know because what do you guys tossed it at me the other day? I think I was using my wallet. Uh So yes, somebody was
3: sitting here because I found it there and put it there, and unbeknownst to (laughs) other people on the show who come in and sit in the guest mics, they saw it and they tossed it it at you, and you're like you're bragging it. And that's when Mo's eyes got big, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta
1: call. I gotta call him out for this." (laughs) this.
0: I just think that that thing's trying to get away from me. (laughs) (laughs)
3: I think it realizes (laughs)
0: like what hands it's in, and it's like, no, (laughs) just no. You're not representing. (laughs) No. <laughs> and it just keeps popping out of my wallet. Mm-hmm. So there
3: you go. How did it end up over there? I
0: have no idea. Maybe somebody was cleaning the studio. We had uh, Jared Leto in here yesterday after the show. Uh, and we always like to like clean up the studio before, so maybe I left it here and somebody just tossed it over there? No.
3: No. Uh-huh. I was, no, we I found uh, it right before Thanksgiving over I there in the corner. How does
0: that happen? I don't know. <laughs> but I really want it. Where is it? I use it
4: all the time. He just gave it back to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta find a home for it. The Burt Show. All right, Cassie, good idea, or please just don't do this.
5: So I had an idea and I was so tickle pink with myself because I'm like, I'm the best daughter ever. This is an awesome idea. And then it sank in. As much as my parents love me, they may not actually want to see my face. Now that I have children, I understand the feeling. I love my children. I would die for them, but sometimes I just need to be separated and alone. My parents' birthdays are back to back days. In December, Like one is born on one day, one's born on the next day. And they are taking this cruise up the coast, the East Coast. It's like a river cruise or something to celebrate. And they're ending up in Charleston. Now, their birthdays fall over a time period where I have a lot of stuff going on. So I'm not going to be able to make it on their actual birthdays for like a weekend in Charleston. But I feasibly could fly in on a Sunday to Charleston. I know where they're having brunch. Surprise them for brunch. Hang out for a little bit and then fly home i've got some sky miles and in my head i'm like how cool would it be to just show up like be sitting there at their table when they walk in for brunch and be like happy birthday surprise it's your favorite daughter and then it occurred to me Maybe they don't want that. Maybe they want some alone time. Maybe mm-hmm. this is their one vacation of the year where they get to hang out together and celebrate their birthdays together. And it's been a difficult year for my family. So maybe they don't want to see my shining, beautiful face. And maybe I should keep my ass parked at home. I don't know what to do. So is it a cute... It's a. I think it's a cute idea in theory, but in execution, if you're a parent... With your significant other taking a lovely river cruise with a bunch of huh. other golden oldies, do you <laughs> want your, you know, mimosa binging thirty something year old daughter to pop up and be like, "What's up?" With your kids? No, <laughs> just no, me. No, oh, just, just you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just. And you're gonna
0: say it was with the the kids also, their grandkids. I would say go for it. But if it's just you, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't really
5: disagree. One hundred percent,
3: absolutely, do it. Yeah. Absolutely. There's got to right. be a reason why they didn't invite her in the first place. No, well, because she's busy and she's a, she's a mama too, and they're doing like this is something that
5: they have the free time to do. And I work and I don't want to go on a river cruise. Yeah. And I think I've made that very clear <laughs> in the past.
4: So are, are you doing it in like passing or are you actually staying?
5: Well, I would be in and out the same day. So they fly out the next day. So I would just fly in for essentially brunch and to hang for a couple of hours.
4: I say do it. I do. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. So I think it sounds like a really good idea in theory,
1: but I think it is such a gamble because you just don't know how the reaction is going to be. So I did something similar in college when I was a freshman where I pretty much for the whole semester refused to go home to see my parents and I thought one day I know exactly what my parents always spend Wednesday lunch at, at my dad's office. I'm going to surprise them and they're going to be so shocked that their daughter came home from frat parties to come say hi to them. So I drove home from Gainesville one day and I showed up at the office like I knew they were going to be. Got my phone out and everything and I was like surprise mom and dad. They literally could not have cared less. They had <laughs> Not seen me in five months. And the their reaction was so disappointing. And then I was like, why did I just drive my ass up here for two hours? <laughs> so I I'm with you, but I think because I've done that before and it didn't really work out, I'm kind of inclined to say Singer Sky Miles. I
0: think because of, and I'm going to be really careful here, because of the type of stress your family has gone through this year, that the moments with family, I think, hit different this year. So I think that you uh, you should go. Yep.
5: And that, that was one of the things that was making me think I it would be nice to go and celebrate, but at the same time, I have come to the realization that my parents' world does not revolve around me as their <laughs> child, and it revolves around them, and I should what's that word um respect that and so i'm trying to be a cognizant caring adult child and
0: it doesn't fit you well don't try that
5: listen i'll get used to it it's like putting on a tie she's she's evolved quite a bit it's like putting on a tie really (laughs) i'll shove my foot into that shoe until it fits
3: Um, so abby had a bad experience doing this i on the other hand had a, a lovely experience doing this with my dad. I told his, his girlfriend knew, but I flew down to Florida and I surprised him for a visit and I, I, I got the best reaction ever. So, and I think too, because you're doing this on the tail end, mm-hmm. so they'll be sick of each other by the last day. So it'll be nice to have somebody like pop in and, you know, break the tension. <laughs> 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 so I think like popping in just for a couple of hours on the last day of their yeah. vacation cruise, I think it's really sweet. I and I concur so. with Bert, everything that's been going on. I think this is. A 100% must And
5: it's going to make me look way better than my sister. <laughs> I'm not telling that's her. Really she's not going. And go. that's what it's all about. Mo,
6: oh, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: if you were in the same situation with your parents, where
4: would your head be at? Ah, uh, I didn't think of that. I would probably, I don't, mm, I don't think I would do it just because I, it's, that's just not me to do that. I would feel as if I am, um. Embarking on their time, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think they would have a problem with it. I only surprised my mom once in life, and it wasn't a couple's thing. It was a family thing without me, so it was a little different, but but they were ecstatic. My mom was, like, really happy that I was there. So, I, I mean, I don't see a, a world where your parents wouldn't be grateful that you actually went out your way to do that.
3: I'm here to let you know that, uh, I say this lovingly, you're a mama's boy, but not in a bad way. Like, you adore your mom, your mom loves you, and having a son um, always default to, to showing up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she will never not be mad or upset. Facts,
4: I agree. The Bird Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Bird Show's entertainment bus.
1: Bird, it's your dream scenario. Getting to be married for 18 years and then finally deciding, I guess we could move in together. So, actress Cheryl Lee Ralph, who you might know from Abbott Elementary or Dream Girls, her husband and her are reportedly moving in together after being married for about 18 years. So, this is comes after about two weeks where she had mentioned, like, oh, we don't live together. I live in California. He lives in Pennsylvania. It works great for us. I see him every two weeks, and when I see him, I'm so happy to see him. And then when I'm leaving, I'm so happy to leave because I know I'll be back again. She says, you have to have an incredible amount of trust in that other person. We spend a lot of time talking to each other, but if my husband doesn't see me every two weeks, he gets a little nervous. Uh-huh. So she said all of this started to change after the COVID-19 pandemic where they actually did cohabitate for a little bit, which, you know, after you know, 15 years of marriage, I guess it was it was time. And she said she realized how much she truly liked him. So it's time.
0: What Abby's talking, uh, referring to is is uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had mentioned that, you know, maybe a traditional relationship isn't going to work for me. Like, maybe I can be married, I got no problem being married. But that space together, man, how do you keep that fire burning, that how do you miss somebody all the time if you see them every single day, which is important to me. So I was starting to wonder, like, maybe you can have a relationship or a marriage living in two different places. And the only difference here is that I, after 18 years, nah, we're in our lane. (laughs) We're not moving in together, I don't think, at at that point. Yeah,
1: I guess the key is living on two totally separate ends of the country because, I mean, it's one thing to live down the street from somebody, totally other thing to live uh, in Pennsylvania and California, miles and miles apart.
4: I also think that the pandemic did prove that for a lot of people, they may not realize it, but but they enjoy the space more Mm -hmm. than they realize they do as a couple, too. Let me ask you this question because you're doing this relationship right now. Your ladies in New York.
0: Do you have, like, when you guys are going to see each other, like, this excitement that I haven't seen
4: her in weeks, if not a month. So you're excited about that, and it always feels new. Yeah, that, exactly that. Like, um, I, for her, it doesn't change. For her, it's, like, two days is a long time. But for me, when I haven't seen her for two or three days, like, I can't explain the feeling, but seeing her after not seeing her for like four or five days is a completely different feeling than if she were to come back, say, two days later, where I didn't really get to live in my space and have Mm -hmm. my personal space yet. But when I have that time to miss her, I'm like giddy when she comes. It's a whole different feeling. Has she hit you with the then you must not love me as much
0: as I love you thing yet? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <Yeah.
6: laughs> that's right. not a fun
0: conversation. Right.
6: <laughs> We've had
1: A couple that's taking a lot of time apart probably right now is Cardi B and Offset. So fans notice that they actually unfollowed each other on Instagram and then at the same time, of course, Cardi B's got to come out and post some cryptic messages on her social media. So she posted on her Instagram story, she said, you know when you just outgrow relationships and and then on another slide, she said, I'm tired of protecting people's feelings. I got to put myself first in all caps. We haven't heard from Offset, but I do think it's important to note that he wasn't there when Cardi made her runway debut at the Balenciaga Ball fashion show in Los Angeles. So it looks like uh, this might finally be the end for them.
4: I think I'm completely convinced at this point that everything that they do within their relationship is for like some type of promo. Because right. <laughs> I mean, everybody has been saying it and they always seem to go back to being normal right after they do this. So yeah, it's hard for me to believe at this
6: point.
3: Are they one of those couples that you have in your life that are like on again off again, on again, off again. It's just like it's, it's cyclical, but you always know they're going to ultimately end up back yes, together. Yes,
0: I think they are. I've been in those relationships before and I've gotten sick of hearing my own voice where I have stopped talking to people about my relationship because they've heard it before.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I just realized how pathetic it sounds. That's what would make me think they would stop doing it on social media at some point. But the fact that they continue to run the social media, it uh, just makes me look at it sideways. Yeah.
1: Maybe they need to live in uh, separate houses. Maybe that's what really works. Maybe. Maybe we have cracked the code. Okay, the nerds at Oxford just announced their word of the year and I would like for you guys to guess what it is. So the, there's a final list of like there's like a short list of ones they had to choose from The first one was prompt. The second one was situationship. The third one was swifty. The fourth was beige flag. The fifth, de-influencing. The sixth, heat dome. And the seventh is parasocial. Out of all those, what do you think is the word of the year?
3: Oh, I thought the, I thought I had a word of the year. I thought I saw the article, but you didn't mention the word. Mm
1: -mm.
0: I'm going to go with situationship.
3: Situationship?
4: Uh, de-influencing.
1: De-influencing. Swifty. Swifty. I'm going Swifty. You know what? I wish it was Swifty, but it's actually not. It's oh shoot! I didn't say the word. Yeah, I didn't think okay.
6: you did. It's okay. <laughs> you did Thirty words. I Abby. was like, I'm pretty sure
3: I saw what the word is, and you didn't mention it. <laughs>
0: When are you gonna get your good at your job? You what, know, what,
3: what is that gonna happen? I, I ask myself that every
1: day. Go ahead and share the word, Abby. So this this is what I wish I could re- wish I could rewind.
3: The word of the year is.
1: Ring.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's what I would have guessed.
3: Which you are lacking
0: right
1: now! <laughs> Alright, their spouses left them for each other, or so they or so they thought, hey, we should get together. We'll talk about former anchors Amy Robach and TJ Holmes' ex on your next eBuzz on The Birch Show.
0: The Birch Show. The DMs didn't make any sense to me yesterday because I wasn't here. People saying, hey, be sure to check out Kristen uh, and make sure her ass is okay tomorrow. I'm like, what in the hell is happening?
3: So y'all might remember on Monday, I told you guys I went to the bathroom with a Sharpie and did something I had (laughs) never done before. Um, Nobody could guess it, understandably so. Um, But I had a bug bite on my my left cheek in the meat of it, man, right in the middle of the meat of it. And it was... I, I didn't realize how big of a bug bite it was. It wasn't just like a little red dot. It was like had this massive bruise and it it was just, I'm not kidding. It was like this big. Yeah. It was like the size of a, what, what is that?
0: Uh, baseball?
3: Yeah. Size of a baseball mm-hmm. on, on my ass. So I went in the bathroom and took a Sharpie and marked the outer edges of it to make sure it wouldn't spread, because if it was spreading, we got major issues, I'm going to go to the ER, right?
0: That's close to your butthole, too, man, if it starts spreading.
3: Yeah, I know. <laughs> so um, th- yesterday, I got consent, and I asked if y'all wanted to see... I did. I go, I go. do you want to see my butt? Consent is a stretch. Yes, I asked, do y'all want to see my butt? And everybody said, Sure. And I showed them my butt and everybody was in agreement, like, wow, that's that's pretty gnarly. And then of course, you know, Mrs. Emery over here is like, It could be necrosis. <laughs> it <laughs> I could said be what? It could
5: be a brown recluse bite.
0: Oh, which I've been I've had that bite before. I think I told you guys I went camping and uh, it ended up biting me in the middle of the hand. I think I told you guys the story. I, think I don't, so. don't want to take away from you but just real quick. So I went into the radio station uh, the next morning after camping out and it was just annoying me enough for me to take a razor I was editing and cut it open. Just Just to give myself some like more flexibility on it. (laughs) And as soon as I did that, this red line started working its way up my arm in my vein up towards my shoulder. Oh, my God. So everybody at staff is like, you got to go to the doctor. I'll I'll do it after school. But you can't wait. So I went in there. And as soon as I did, doctors, nurses, everybody freaked out. It was like code blue. They throw me on uh, a table. They start intravenously putting stuff in me. And the truth is, is that if that poison gets through uh, past your shoulder and into your heart, you're screwed. Ooh, like ah. really screwed. And I was about six inches from that.
1: Oh, uh, So you don't turn into Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, no,
0: I didn't yeah. think about that. Anywho. So that's a worst case scenario right there. And
3: that's what Cassie was saying. She was like, that could be necrosis where, you know, it's like literally my, my, my flesh is just dying off. So we have to check in today because...
6: Check twenty twenty
4: three. Got your own theme and everything.
3: I do. I Dang. do. It's like all the right. Olympics. Uh huh. All right, so you all ready?
5: Yeah.
0: yeah. My eyes are closed. <laughs> Mine are wide open.
5: <laughs> Jackson's like, I'm not getting fired today. <laughs> How's it looking? The br- it's looking a lot better. Yeah. The bruise has yeah. gone down. It's I think. Gone down. I think the bruise has spread a little bit into a, like kind of satellite <laughs> things, like around a like a moon around a planet. (laughs) But it's yellowing at the edges. It's definitely healing.
0: Wow, that thing is round. I know. It's huge. And so is the bruise.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it doesn't itch as much anymore. So I feel like we're we're going we're we're doing some healing. It
0: legitimately looks like you're in some kind of paintball uh, fight and somebody hit you right in the ass. It does. That's what it looks like. That's
3: exactly what it looks like. Okay, good. Thank you.
0: It looks better. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, Jackson. All right. So you read a thread it or a thread it. Oh, I like that. A Mark, Reddit thread is now
1: Mark Zuckerberg is typing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's like, we're going to use it for threads.
0: Of a dude that was very
7: successful on Tinder? No. Quite the opposite, opposite, actually. Okay. Quite the opposite. So, I think I saw this on Instagram or something, and I had to go look up the actual original post to uh, clarify. Um, basically it was this guy's Tinder analytics. I'm not sure if Tinder provides this information or if he got it from some third party application, but it basically gives, gave him his like lifelong stats of what it looked like on Tinder. I know Abby did her like year in review on hinge. It's kind of similar to that.
3: Lifelong stats. Do we know how long he had been utilizing Tinder? A
7: little under four years.
3: Okay. Mm. All right. Okay.
7: Okay. Um, so it's a 24 year old guy. His Reddit user is Fishboy26. That's, <laughs> yeah. Strike one. Yeah, Sexy. Maybe. Now we know why he's been on there four years. Um, <laughs> uh, and he has over one million total swipes. Okay, a that's successful. Right. Million. That, that's just swiping. Swiping. That's yes? just swiping. That's yes or no. Oh, okay. okay. And so of those, like
3: he swiped yes on people, or people swiped yes on him?
7: No, he is either either swiping yes or no on people. Okay, They're not are not matches. All, they're not these matches. Swipes. These are just pure swipes, wow, right? so
3: he sat there with his little finger, Fishboy did, and like either swiped left or right <laughs> one million times.
7: One million, twenty thousand, four hundred and forty eight times. Or he used his fin. <laughs> <laughs> either way, it's exhausting.
1: I just did the math on that. That's six hundred and eighty four swipes a day for four years. Damn,
0: that's shocking. Up. That's possessive. right. Wow. How many <laughs> do
1: you think
7: you go through a day when you're on those?
1: Um, t- Not six hundred and eighty four. Maybe like twenty five. Twenty five? Yeah.
7: Um, so of those 1 million, a little only a little less than 11,000 were left swipes. So meaning he was swiping right on people 99% of the time. See, this is
0: what I'm saying about like people being inventory now. If there's just one little thing wrong with somebody, you kind of feel like there's uh, a right swipe.
3: The right swipe is you. You no other you way around. Them. This yeah. time
7: was ninety nine percent of the time he was wanting to match with these oh, people. Oh, wanting to yeah. match. Oh, yes. that's just pure desperation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah my he bad. He playing the numbers game, right? Maybe a little too much though, right? Absolutely. Um. So that means yeah, ninety nine percent of the time he's swiping right on people, and of those one, in over a million right swipes, how many do you, matches do you think he had? Three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow, Fishboy. How many did you?
6: 719. Date? Oh, that's not a lot. out
7: of a million? <laughs> and how many of those seven hundred and nineteen actually led to chats? Two hundred wow. oh, and seventeen. Oh, wow. And how many of them led of those two hundred and seventeen led to dates? Twenty. One. Whoa! Oh, that
3: guy's... Uh, No. All right, I want to see a picture of Fishboy. Yeah. We need a face reveal. Yeah. This is Fishboy. Oh, fish boy's not bad. I don't think, it's, right?
5: I don't think it's bad. Oh, he's a cutie. Right? A nice he's photo. not a bad
7: looking guy at all he's by a, any he, means. Yeah,
5: he's a bear.
0: Okay, so let me get back to my original point then. Is it possible that if you're not perfect now that there's so much inventory um, right behind you that you're like, nope, that's it. I'll just move on because he's not my perfect prototype.
1: He might just be on the wrong app. Like Tinder, from what I understand, is more of a hookup situation. So maybe girls just aren't into hooking up with him. But maybe if he got on Bumble or Hinge, he would find more girls that are looking to date date and
3: would actually lead to to more dates.
7: I agree. I think he needs to play the number ga- numbers game on apps that he's trying out and not a million swipes on one. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the
5: input is not Whew. equal to the uh-uh. output going on here. There's a huge business opportunity here, and I think it's perfect for you, Abby, and your One Less Lonely Girl Club that you started. It's a service where guys who don't get matched on Tinder or don't get dates can send their profile to a group of girls in their age range, and they'll dissect it and fix it for them and send it back. Oh, You can have a photographer on style. I'll take the photos. I'll be the photographer. We can do photos, a glow up, and then a profile overhaul. You can make that cache, and then they can get matched. Why don't we use
0: this dude as the first example? Why don't we reach out to him and see what we can do?
5: Oh. Because you don't start at the Olympics, okay? You've got to train first.
0: No. <laughs> My feeling is if we, can think, if we can turn this guy around, we could turn anybody around. Let's give it a try. Okay. All right, reach out to the dude. Yeah, let's see I if will. we can help him out. He's not going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> What's the
6: worst that could happen? Hey, right? Sure, right?
1: I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you gotta have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the tent between you and someone else, or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP and you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging so you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby.
0: The Bird Show. Abby. The things you love or things you hate about dating? No, the things
1: I love about being single. Love. So I've been called out on the show many a time about how I'm in a little bit of a desperate phase, or at least I'm (laughs) sounding desperate. So when it comes to dating, I feel like it's a little bit of a roller coaster. There are moments where I'm like, screw dating. I don't really care. I'm going to be boy sober for the next year. Boy
0: sober. I think I like this.
1: (laughs) And then I go into a valley of like, ooh, these nights is cold. And these (laughs)
6: nights (laughs) (laughs) cold.
1: <laughs> and Bumble starts to look like a nice space <laughs> heater in the frozen tundra and I'm like, maybe my soulmate's out there.
0: I just had the suggestion to do it for one week and you couldn't do it. You
1: said 30 days. Did, was it? During yeah. the most wonderful time of the year where there's Hallmark movies and people are falling in love. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, geez. How I'm long
0: not- did you last even on the suggestion of 30 days? It was like three hours.
1: I didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> zero. I
6: didn't
0: leave the studio. zero hours. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: gotta go back to Boy AA and be like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Been Boy sober for two seconds. (laughs) So because I was like, you know what, maybe I am starting to sound a little bit desperate. And I realized as I was back on the dating apps and, you know, swiping and looking for my soulmate, I'm like, maybe I need to take a step back and realize that I'm actually very grateful for being single because I've been single pretty much my whole life. I mean, I've gone through phases where I've dated people for a period of time, but like, I've never really been in a committed relationship. And I'm like, I'm not really that bothered by it. I actually really enjoy being single. So I decided to list them all out. And we're going to do do this in two parts, which honestly I could have done it in 10 parts <laughs> because I was going to make a list of 10 things I don't hate about being single, kind of like that rom-com, 10 mm. things I don't, hate about you. Um, and I'm like, I could have literally done like a t- uh, like a top 50 of all the things I enjoy about being alone. But we'll just narrow it down to 10. And these are my first five. So my first one, and this was something I was really grateful for this weekend because I just went on a random trip to Gatlinburg with a new group of friends. Right. You know, it's great. I, <laughs> I have so many friends that I just met this weekend. He's talking about going to Gatlinburg. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> 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 it was, it's bougie up in Gatlinburg. You can get really wasted for $5. And so I was just really grateful the entire time I was there. I was like, man, if I had a boyfriend, I don't think I could do a trip like this. There were some single guys on that trip. I he, This was a new group of friends that I just got to hop on board with and, and hang out with. And I'm like, it wouldn't make sense to bring, again, like another rando on this trip trip and also like I couldn't go alone because there were single dudes that I was like sharing a room with I'm like my boyfriend wouldn't be okay with that but I got to go on this adventure that I never would have gone on otherwise I got to see Pigeon Forge hell yeah (laughs) and I didn't have to get in a fight about whether or not like you know I didn't have to entertain somebody over text being like I swear I'm not cheating on you babe I just got to go to Gatlinburg Mm -hmm. because I could and I can make travel plans wherever I want to go we were talking earlier today might be planning a trip to London next year. Do I need to ask anybody if they want to come with me? No, cuz I'm I'm single. Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. Mm-hmm. Okay, my next one is probably my favorite. I always get to eat what I want for dinner. Girl dinner is so real and sometimes you just want some chicken sausage Mm -hmm. and popcorn for dinner and you know what I get to do that because I don't have to I don't have to share a meal space with anybody I don't have to cook dinner for another person and ask what do you want no I don't want that I get to just snack throughout the day if I want if I want that to be my dinner I can do that as long as it's somewhat nutritionally beneficial
0: I am finding now that I'm single again Mo tell me if you do this Abby if you do this also do you guys ever eat over the sink yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. No. No. Why yeah. do you do that? I don't know. It's messy. Yeah, it's messy. You don't oh. have to use a dish or anything. So you just eat right over the sink. <laughs> I've never done that, yeah. in, that I, in my life. I didn't do that when I was when I was with somebody.
3: My husband and I have been together 17 years. He does that.
0: He does that. Oh yes. Okay. Really?
3: Yes. Cool. yes. Okay. It's my next one. Me crazy. My next one is I have total control over my money.
1: Something that gets me a little bit nervous about potentially getting in like a serious relationship, like a marriage, is what happens when, um, you know, you think about combining finances because I work to me, the thought of like using his money, also to like buy something freaks me out and the thought of him using my money to buy something also kind of freaks me out so I'm like there's so much to figure out there but I'm like you know what my disposable income is my disposable income and I don't have to think about anybody else it Mm -hmm. just gets to sit in my savings account my next one is I have the space to be a hot mess right now my apartment looks like a squatter lives there (laughs) I have an unpacked suitcase just chilling in the middle that my cat sometimes sits on and you know what? I'm not going to move it because she likes being perched up there and every time (laughs) I walk in the door that's where she sits and I Feel bad moving it because I feel like I'm I'm um, I'm like moving around her furniture. I also get to work on myself on the inside so I don't have to hurt anybody else emotionally. Mm. So when I'm going through a hard time, I'm also not affecting yes. anybody else. Yep. Deep. I get to I get to go to therapy and not hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. And my last one for this section is the future is a completely blank canvas. I could meet the love of my life today, which is so... I'm not going to, but the thought <laughs> the thought is exciting.
4: You gotta have I, some faith in yourself.
1: I could go to Publix and see a guy in the produce aisle, and, and we could have a moment, and that could be the start
3: of yeah. our life together. We both reach for the Brussels sprouts at the exact same time. Girl, I ain't reaching for vegetables. <laughs> <laughs>
6: we're,
3: we're gonna be in the frozen food aisle
6: <laughs> looking for Ben
1: and Jerry's. Reach for the Nuggies at the exact same time. <laughs> and we fall in love, so...
0: Right, now that's just part one.
1: Part two. I think the first one of part two is going to be a little bit of a sore spot for people in relationships. Okay.
0: The Burt Show. (laughs) So why are we waiting till January 1st to start New Year's resolutions? Yeah, it's the New Year's, but um, maybe it's time to think out of the box here just a little bit. And there is a instructor on Peloton who's got an interesting take. We're going to get into this here now, and then we're going to get Erica on because we tested her man last night to see if he was cheating. So she says, look, you should start your New Year's resolutions right now. She's in the middle of a program called 3 for 31. Right now it's a challenge where you either walk three miles or you do 30 minutes on a bike every day in December. Well, here's her theory. The idea is that if you start your resolution now at the craziest time of the year, right, Probably started in Thanksgiving. Now you all going nutty because you got Christmas right around the corner. If you start it now and you manage to stick with it through the month, then you've got no excuses for the year. You have pretty much proven to yourself that you can keep this resolution in the toughest four weeks of the year, which are December, which will carry over until January.
3: What you think? Mm. I was oh, like about it. to call her out for you. Obviously, don't have kids, but I just mm. looked her up and she does.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <please. laughs> yes, I personally like it. I, I don't. The, I don't know why, but the mindset of doing like a New Year's resolution doesn't work for me. It never mm-hmm. has. I always. I don't know if it's the cheesiness of it. If it just feels like I'm just kind of doing it, but I'm not. If I was truly committed to something, me personally, I don't feel like I would wait until a, a, a specific date to mm-hmm. start it. Like, I would just do it. It does seem silly.
1: Yeah, it kind of brings out the hipster in me. Uh, New Year's resolutions, because everybody's doing it. I'm like, oh, I'm not like those other people. I'm not going to do a New Year's resolution. I'm like, you, I'm just going to do it if I want to mm-hmm. change something about my life. But I will say there is something about this woman coming out and saying start it now that feels like she's trying to suck the joy out of the holiday season. <laughs> 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 Let me wear my fat pants in peace, Karen.
0: It does make some sense, though, right? Like, you can also start making the excuses like, look, I'm not gonna make this change. It's October right now. I'll wait till January.
3: Well, why? Exactly. Well, why? October's a little further out. Like that absolutely. Um and I mean I remember I think it was last year. It was in November when I was like hot yoga, gotta start doing it again. And I saw so that's when I started, you know, back on being um regimented on doing yoga was November of last year. But Man, just a couple weeks out for Christmas, girl. <laughs> I, there's a lot on my plate right now.
0: All right. Well, that's what she's saying. There yeah. is a lot on your plate. Do it now. Improve yourself in the toughest time of the year. I did this. My New Year's resolution making January, February, March seem easy.
5: You know the problem is that people set resolutions for themselves that are just way too difficult to achieve. Hmm. There's sky high. Like even this, mm-hmm. I'm like thirty minutes on a bike every day. It sounds easy, but you get busy. So my thing is start now, but make it attainable. like I eat. think
0: that's attainable. 30 minutes on a bike?
5: For you, absolutely. For for most,
0: th- even with kids, you should be able to make time for... What's the most important thing in your life is your health. You can't spend time with your kids if you're dead.
5: Yeah, but I can't spend time on a Peloton if I have to look after my kids. Like, there's... It's just... It does not work that way, even though it should on paper, like my kids have been sick. I have been, I finally got to go for a walk yesterday with one of them because he wouldn't nap, but like, that's just not in my life. Like that doesn't fit into my life. So what I'm saying is pick one now that does fit into your life. So maybe it's, you don't have time to work out. Maybe it's uh, making like cutting down on the potatoes and Mm. up in the veggies a little bit. Like that is an easy switch that you can do. And I think if you take her logic, but apply something that is attainable, I think you're going to have a success
0: the Burt Show. All right, let's get Erica on here because the balance of her marriage is in our hands. She was wondering if this dude is cheating on her um, because she found some gifts that she knows are not for her. So is her man messing around or not? So we did a little research last night, did to catch a cheater, wore the roses, and we got some results for her. Hey, Erica.
8: Hi, how are you?
0: Good, thank you. Okay, I wasn't here yesterday, so can you give me like the 30-second background here on why we had to do this last night?
8: Yeah, yeah. So I'm dating this guy, and um, things are going really well. I'm I'm comfortable with how things are up until recently um, because I had borrowed his car, And um, when I was putting groceries into the back seat, I found all of these shopping bags that were filled with, like, a purse, sunglasses, women's clothing, and there was gift boxes and Christmas wrapping. And I just know that these items are not for me. Like, the clothes wouldn't fit me. They're not my style at all. Um, And it's not like Charlie has any sisters. Um, He wouldn't be getting these clothes for his mom. So I don't know who these gifts are for. Okay, that would certainly make you feel a
0: little on the insecure side. Mm-hmm. So you wanted us to do a War of the Roses just to see if we sent this dude roses, who we would turn around he would send them to. Then we might at least have a clue if it's not you. Now we know who this skank is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, the so the skank bouquet. Yeah. <laughs> the skank bouquet. Um all right, so um Erica, he 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 did bite. So we sent a fake promotional email to the address, email address you provided for us. He's offered a free bouquet of flowers, able to choose from several options. Uh, The first one is, everything is a bouquet. Cheer anyone up with this bouquet of pink carnations, orange tulips, and white anemones, and pink roses. Their day will instantly improve upon this bouquet's arrival. Then there's, to bloom it may concern. A bright bold bold mix of roses, lilies, snapdragons, and button pom-poms is the perfect bouquet to send to any business cog league for any reason. Next, I can't wait to kiss your tulips.
6: Hey yo, <laughs>
3: dark purple tulips scattered with delicate white baby's breath. While ha- we'll have her thinking about what's to come.
6: <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was too easy All right, um bloom chicka bow wow two dozen long stem roses our most passionate bouquet for your one and only in exchange he's asked to share some promo codes for a percentage off a of future order the first promotional email was sent at 946 a.m a second email went out at 1037 p.m and then just 10 minutes later he did order flowers And he ordered the everything is a bouquet, which is to brighten up or cheer up anyone's day. He sent them not to you, but to Anna. And the note on the card says, Mom, hope these brighten your day. Feel better. Oh, my God. We learned nothing except for that he loves his mother. That's the only
0: only other woman that's acceptable here. Mm. Right. All right, so oh that, does, that doesn't do you uh, a lot of good. So I'm not exactly sure what to do with that.
1: Well, I mean, if I had to take a guess, a man who loves his mother that much isn't going to be a cheater, but that's just the delusion <laughs> in me. <laughs> is, there, is there any chance that what you saw in the back seat of his car could be for his mom at all?
8: I really don't think so. I mean, his his mother is very conservative. Like she's very nice, but she doesn't. She wouldn't dress in the way yeah. that those clothes, you know, would serve for. I mean I'm glad he sent them to his mom, but I, I don't know. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I ooh, will say I this. Have an idea. I
0: will say this though. If you just start a relationship with somebody new, you are so fired up about it that if you have the opportunity to get new flowers, you probably send them to this woman that's giving you all these endorphins and stuff. So mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say on in this one he's not. He's not messing around.
3: What if you were just being a thoughtful, dutiful girlfriend and you saw the presents on the wrapping paper and you love to wrap presents and you're so good at it that you thought you'd do him a solid and you wrap the presents?
2: Oh, Because you know how busy
8: he is. I do love wrapping gifts. Yes! I'm good at. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. Nice. I'm really good at it. Oh, and I bet you are, too. That's
0: good. Do that. Can you get back in his car today and wrap some and then present them to him and tell us tomorrow how it went?
8: Sure, I got all day.
6: Oh, tomorrow.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 <We missed. laughs> <laughs> he, he had all the fix-ins for rapping in the back <laughs> seat as well. Just. So you might as well be like, oh, I'd love to do it. If I beautiful. wasn't doing this, I'd be working at Macy's rapping game. Yeah. Very beautiful.
0: <laughs> right, we will talk to you tomorrow, okay,
7: Erica?
3: Thank you guys.
7: Alright, good luck.
3: Let's make it worse.
7: The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood
4: with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz.
1: I don't know who put the kettle on, but the tea is scalding hot. (laughs) (laughs) Because the ex-spouses of scandalous news couple, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, are dating, according to multiple sources. That's bananas. I know. So quick, a, a little quick re- rewind here. They were fired back in January after news of their relationship leaked at the end of November of last year. And apparently their spouses got together about Damn. six months later, according to Page Six. They bonded over the traumatic experience of being cheated on.
0: I know this is like trying to find a needle in a haystack here. But is there any virtual listener? that's listening right now that has been in the same situation where you guys had significant others that cheated on you guys and the ones that got cheated on ended up being a couple together because you bonded, like maybe you met up over your grief and you ended up as a couple. One eight five five 855
3: This happened with Shania Twain. Oh,
0: That's right. And that Mutt dude.
3: Yeah. She and her husband, uh, her husband Mutt, I think, ended up cheating on her with like her best friend or somebody close to her. It's like
0: the next door neighbor or something like that. Yeah. Somebody oh, close. Wow. And
3: they got together. And then Shania Twain and her ex ended up together. That's so they just right. swapped. Yeah. That's right.
0: 1 855
3: Yeah. And I've already gotten DMs about
1: it with people detailing their stories. And I'm like, oh gosh, the tea is everywhere. The tea has been spilled throughout the country. But yeah, page six is being told that the hurt is over. Both of them have moved on. And this. This is all coming out at a very interesting time because both Amy and TJ have started a a podcast together and some of the clips are already leaking where they're explaining their situation. So in this new podcast, they're insisting that they did not cheat on their former spouses. In fact, they say we lost the jobs we love because we love each other. And they are adamant that on November 30th, that was the day the public found out about their relationship, but they were already starting to divorce their respective spouses. So page six had a bunch of sources tell them that, um, that's not actually the complete truth. So insiders are saying that, uh, the affair was actually a major factor in the divorces. Mm-hmm. One source said that uh, it's important to note that Amy posted photos with her ex-husband on their vacation in Greece in July, which is about three months before it was exposed. And then for TJ, sources are telling Page Six that he and his partner were very much together when they were celebrating their his birthday in the Bahamas in August. And someone told Page Six that, it was, that there was a unprofessional birthday card from Amy in it that addressed him as my love and the love note also said that they needed to find a way to be together and apparently sources are also saying that ABC colleagues were buzzing about the affair before it all came public so it sounds like maybe this was something they thought they were hiding really well and they were not
0: so we got ourselves a classic he said he said she said she said yes they (laughs) they said
1: ABC said I'm saying page six is saying
0: Hey. Hold on a second. I got a call here um, from somebody that was cheated on, and those that were cheated on ended up together. Hey, Jessica, you're on The Voice Disguiser. Good morning.
9: Hey. So, with my situation, I was I was working all the time, very busy, and my girlfriend um, was messing around me with a neighbor. And it was just a couple. It was two girls as well. Um where we would just go out together all the time doing date night, and something came up over over too many drinks, having fun, and something slipped out. So we found out it was it was a, it was a messy way we found out. Um, that that's a whole other detail. But it, uh, later on those two girls end up moving out. So us, that was left behind. We're, we're bonding. We're having drinks. We're hanging out. Before you know it, we're hooking up. And then we ended up moving in together and we're together for like another couple of years before the split. But it was, It was
0: crazy. Yeah, I've seen this video play out online. (laughs) I knew where it was going as soon as I picked (laughs) it.
3: Okay, Uh,
1: uh, Paris Hilton, she is getting publicly mom-shamed for not knowing how to change her son's diaper, which is
3: a side note. Do you call your son's diaper... A nappy or a diaper? Well, they call it a nappy, like in the UK and also in Australia. This this headline says nappy. I'm like, what is a nappy? It's, it's coming from the u. It's either coming from a UK publication or an Australian publication. We'll, we'll talk more a about nappy. that on your next e-buzz on the Birch Show.
0: <laughs> the Birch Show. When they're three, four, five, six, they don't even know this is an option right now. That you can call Santa mm-hmm. and have Santa call them and say, "Hey, you kind of suck right now, uh, <laughs> and you need to get on the good
3: list. Gotta get your act straight."
0: And we call that Santa Scared Straight. So you tell us about your kid. Then we've got a direct line to Santa. Then Santa calls your child and tells him, look, there are some things you're doing wrong right now that are keeping you off that good list. So I don't know if I can bring presents around. And in this case, Santa had to call Leo, who he is four years old. And Leo is um, what mom uh, and Santa both say is he's a spirited kid. And I think we all know what that means. Uh, he pulls his pants down, he's telling people He has a pee-pee <laughs> Screams the word nuts and balls and booty And here's the worst offense, forget about all that He's been touching Fred the Elf
3: oh, And oh, if anybody no. knows, you're not supposed to touch your elf on the shelf Because if you do, it'll lose its magic So
0: Santa had to call Louie, for uh, Leo I should say For Santa Scared
10: Straight Hello? Ho, ho, ho! It's Santa calling for Leo. Hey. Leo! Ho, ho, ho! Guess who?
6: Santa.
10: Yes! Ho, ho, ho! How are you? Good. Are you ready for Christmas? Yeah. Well... I wanted to talk to you because we're getting closer to Christmas, and I want to make sure you're on the nice list this year. And uh, Fred the Elf has recently put in a report, and I'm concerned. Do you know what concerned means? Yeah. Fred describes you as a spirited child. What do you think that means?
6: Crazy. (laughs)
10: Crazy. Yeah, that'd that'd be a good description. All right, we're going to try and help you tone down the crazy for the rest of December, okay? Okay. All right, well, there's a few things I want to address. Okay. I'm looking at my Santa vision. I don't know if you are aware, but I have cameras all over where I watch you all the time. Uh, You have (laughs) cameras? Yes, and they're all over your house. You know what I saw the other day on my Santa vision? I saw you pulling your pants down and telling people you have a (laughs) pee-pee. Was that you? (laughs) <laughs>
9: you know
10: what All right, well, between now and Christmas, no more pulling down your pants telling people you have a pee-pee, okay? Okay. Everybody already knows. <laughs> All right, next up, you've been screaming words, certain words, at home and also at your boo-boo and abuela's house, okay? <laughs> Do you know what words I'm talking about? Yeah. These are three different words that you say. Actually, you scream them. Not
9: body and
10: booties. All right, that's the last time. No more, all right? Hey, that reminds me of a joke. You want to hear a joke? Yeah. What's the difference between snowmen and snowwomen? I don't know. Snowballs. <laughs>
9: <laughs> <Santa>.
10: <laughs> All right, moving on. What's this about you touching Fred the elf? Did you touch Fred? Yes, I touched Fred. Is it true you chased your older 6-year-old brother Lucas through the house? Terrorizing him by trying to make him touch Fred the Elf too?
9: Yes, and it
10: was me. All right. Well, don't do any more of that, okay? Okay. All right, talking about your brother Lucas. I'm looking at your Video doorbell camera, you know, because I have access to that, too. I'm looking back about a month ago, and I'm seeing you swinging wildly at Lucas. And there must be 10 good swings. It's like helicopter arms going round and round and round. What happened to make you do that?
8: I was trying to open
9: the door with my key, and Lucas tried to take
10: the key away from me. Oh, okay. So you were trying to open the door with your key, and Lucas tried to take the key, so that's why you went all Mike Tyson.
6: Yeah.
10: Okay. We got to the bottom of that one. All right, now, last thing, and then I'll let you go. So I'm looking at my Santa vision, and I see two instances... Where, uh, you didn't go in the potty. Where did you pee? I just peed on the
9: carpet in the (gasps) playroom.
10: You peed on the carpet in the playroom. Not only there, but I'm looking at video now from about three weeks ago in the living room. I peed on the wall. You peed on the wall. You're four years old. You're old enough to use the potty, okay? Okay. All right, I want you to repeat after me I will not pee. I will
1: not
10: pee. On the carpet. On the carpet. Or the walls.
9: Or the walls.
10: I will only.
9: I will only.
10: Pee. Pee. In the potty. In the
9: potty. All
10: right. Hey, that reminds me of another joke. What sound does a toy robot make when going to the bathroom? I don't know. Pee (laughs) poop, (laughs) pee (laughs) poop. All right, Leo, if you can do the things we talked about or not do the things we talked about, I think you'll be good between now and Christmas, okay? Okay. Ho, ho, ho. Well, Leo, you have a Merry Christmas, okay?
8: Okay.
10: All right, I'll see you later.
8: See you later. Bye. Bye. Hey,
0: Santa's got jokes this year. Yeah, he does. Santa's got lots of jokes <laughs> yes, this year. he does. All right, does your kid need a call from Santa? Santa scares straight. You can hit us up at <laughs> the Bert Show dot com. The Burt Show. Are you in a love triangle right now?
3: That's what I want to know. So I've been watching the new series, The Buccaneers on Apple TV Plus. Um, Abby and I are obsessed with this show. It's so I, good. What it's so is good. It? So I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down for you. And a little bit of a spoiler alert. I'm, I'm not gonna give a whole like the main thing away, but obviously, in order to talk about love triangle, there is one storyline we have to like delve into. So you would hate it. It's a period piece. Yeah, but yeah. it's done. It's modernized. So it's very much like in the vein of. Um,
0: I don't even know why you would do a whole show on menstruating.
3: No. <laughs> so it's it's based in. <laughs> It's
7: really stupid.
3: Yes. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> I'm just moving past it. Um, So it's based in the 1870s, okay? And it's the arrival of a group of American women into London society, and they're trying to find them aristocrats, right? So this is like America, new money, right? America's booming, and you have these families that are like super, super rich now. And then you have these aristocrats in London, these dukes and whatnot, who are bleeding money and they don't have any. So they have to find them a rich American woman. in order to save their estates. That's kind of like what's going on. Uh, it's very much like, you know, Downton Abbey is serious. This has got like pop music that's, and it's it's a great show. It's a
0: little, little like Bridgerton-ish?
3: Yeah, it's Bridgerton-ish. Okay, yes, okay. Ish. I've watched that. I'm, I might get into this. I, really, I do think you would like it, honestly. So there is one of the main characters, Nan, is... Uh, a unique individual and she doesn't go by like societal standards as far as like a woman needs a husband and she, uh, you know, they they have to choose you, etc. She's not like other girls. No, she is not like other <laughs> girls. <laughs> and the Duke falls for her because she is so different. But before she met the Duke, she met another man that she started falling for. But something happens. So they part ways. She meets the Duke. And again, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear this, And she and the Duke are going to get engaged. And then she finds out the Duke's best friend, the man who's going to be his best man, is the other man that she has feelings for. So now she's in this love triangle with the Duke and the Duke's best friend. And she's trying to decipher who she's going to be happiest with. Right. And there's all kinds of other, there's so many other storylines, really good show. So I'm sitting here watching this and I'm like, I wonder if there's anybody listening in the Burt Show fam that is currently dealing with a love triangle and they can't decide who's going to be their forever person because that's exactly what Nan's going through right now. Did I do that justice? You did do it very well. Congratulations. Round of
0: applause. Right, let, me get, let me get a phone number out here before I uh, delve in a little more. One eight five five 855 show If you're in a love triangle right now, and of course we'll put you on the voice disguiser, do you want to have a say in who they try to pick? Is oh, that what you guys are trying to
3: do? I, I would like to, yes. I feel like if you are so torn and you are in this love triangle and you just cannot make a decision to save your life let the birth show do it. I think it's going to be more of like a therapy
1: session where we don't even have to make the decision. You are just going to come to the conclusion yourself because in every love triangle, there is an obvious choice and then there's the other one who's just thrown in there for the drama and that's how I've always felt about every single love triangle that I've seen, whether it was Twilight or The Hunger Games or this. There's always Mm. one guy that you feel like you're supposed to be
3: with, but there's one guy that you truly love. So just pick the guy that you truly love and end it. All right. so before we go to the phones to find Mm. stuff I, mean, I love triangle. Really quick, Abby. Nan's sister, WTF. How I, could she? How could she? Well, well I know she didn't.
1: Oh, right. yes. I do know what you're talking about. Oh my God. Yeah, but I feel like everybody has a situation where they are friends with somebody who is married or in a relationship with a guy that just sucks and they will bend over backwards to make sure that nothing happens. When
3: that came out and I, like, you knew instantly who who told, I was like, oh, You
6: whore! (laughs) (laughs) You just
3: married him for his money! Oh, he's the worst! And now you're the worst because you're sticking up for him! How could you? (laughs) That's your sister! All
0: right, Uh, we got somebody that's taking your bait that is in a love triangle right now. Uh, Christy wants to be on the voice disguiser. Good morning, Christy.
3: Good morning.
0: You are in the middle of a love triangle right now.
3: Who is your Duke and who is your Duke's best friend? (laughs) Oh, my
9: God. Um, So I've been with my boyfriend for a little bit and love him. He's great. Um, But recently, um, my best friend from childhood, we just got back in contact via uh, via Instagram, so we just started messaging back and forth, really super casual, um, and then he came to town, and we grabbed coffee, and then I realized, oh, my God, what is happening? And we just continued talking um, and texting back and forth, and now I, I'm i sort of, like, getting the feels, you know, for my, for my best friend. I mean, nothing has happened, but I feel like
0: you caught feelings. I'm trying to
9: get confused. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get confused. Meanwhile, like my my boyfriend here is like being really super cool, being super chill, like he doesn't know what's happening. Um, well, of
3: course he's yeah, cool and chill, because yeah. he doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs>
9: he's he's <laughs> ignorant. <That's right.
6: laughs> Ignorance is bliss. It's, ama- it's amazing yeah. how calm you can be <laughs> when you have no <laughs> idea. She doesn't have a clue. Right? <laughs>
0: Your <laughs> girlfriend has feelings for somebody else. What,
4: what a
6: strong guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos to him. Man, that is going <laughs> through it. Uh,
9: maybe it's like the holidays, and it's like I'm feeling extra emotional, so I
3: have no Idea, what's I'm gonna do. do? Do you feel like you're like so the, the reconnecting with this best friend? Are you confident that these feelings are being reciprocated? Yeah, he's like really super sweet, and like the last text
9: he sent me, he's like, "What's happening?"
4: I, I think the obvious. I think the obvious question here is if your boyfriend is really the, your guy, then how would you have room to have these feelings for your best friend? Mm.
9: <laughs> you have to break that down so it sinks into my brain. It's like, uh, there's just a lot of feelings around, you know? How long have you
0: and your boyfriend been going out?
9: Three years.
0: Three years. Mm. Right. Mm. That's that three-year itch.
9: <laughs> That's what they say.
0: Sometimes I've gotten it in three weeks. <laughs>
1: Christy. I know that. I- Do you just feel like you're getting bored with your relationship? And do you feel like this is just adding some excitement and that maybe you're confusing it for lust or love? I mean, that could be because there's always like, oh, he's far away. And like, we
9: leave these these, like little messages. And it's like, it sort of perks up my day. But I mean, uh, I mean. At at this
0: point, it doesn't even sound like a love triangle yet. It just feels like some confusing feelings. You can't even make a decision yet. I mean, so what you have to do and then call us back is you have to pursue this other relationship and fall in love with him. Okay? And then when you truly fall in love with him, that's when you call us back, and that would fit conveniently into our segment.
4: Okay. But remember, a duke in hand beats two in the bush. <laughs> Hello. I'm going to have to chew on that for a while.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the bird show. The Bird Show. Katie has entered the studio, and Moe and her are there quite often. They have a podcast called In the Moment.
10: Mo and Katie time. Mo and Katie time. Mo
6: and
3: Katie time.
0: It's on and
3: Katie time. Oh, Moe Mo Mo <laughs> and Katie <laughs> time. Moe and Katie time. Mo Katie time. and Katie time.
4: I completely forgot. I I did not remember that. Was I
6: here? That was
0: definitely a grower. (laughs) It sounded better in my head at first.
2: We got there. As a theme, but we got there. We did. We
0: got there. All right, so what is going on?
2: I need to call Mo out because I think he tried to set me up in our um, recent episode on the podcast that's supposed to air this week. Okay. And I need to know if I need to let this fly. Do I let him get away with this? What do I do?
0: And for legal purposes, again, uh, if we're going to talk about in the moment, that's on the the Pioneer Network, which I own. Go for it.
2: So we have this bit on the podcast called Bag of Moments, right? (laughs) And we go through it once a week. And what it is, is...
4: (laughs) I have no idea what I did. (laughs) Oh, I know. I waited for...
2: I waited. Uh (laughs) So (laughs) what it is, is we have our notes on our phone. And when we're out... And something happens, we'll jot it down. Like, we'll in numerical order, we'll jot down something that we have, random thought, and maybe something funny. And so then once a week, we'll go through that list that we have, and we'll pick two of the numbers. And we just have to explain whatever it is. And it's just called bag of moments. Majority of the time when I put things in the notes, I'm definitely drunk. So sometimes I may <laughs> not even remember.
6: <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yep. So
2: I may not remember what I put, mm-hmm. or I may regret what I put. And I may want to edit it out. But I let random selection do its thing. We
4: never know what we're gonna talk about. We just gotta fly, whatever it is.
2: Yes. So when we last recorded, Mo was very excited when we reached back of moments. He's like, you know what, Katie? Instead of us doing two numbers, let's do three numbers. You're crazy, Mo. Oh, <laughs> I was living on the edge that day. <laughs> really? Coming out so of the box, man. Good, man. Woo! <laughs> and now, mind you, when we put these things our little moments, they're in order of as they happen. All right. And it's a lot. So say right now we have maybe 20 different moments okay. that can go back as far as two months. Right. He tells me, Katie, I want to go with number one and the last number. <sighs> and you pick your own number in between. Ooh, it doesn't matter. You really, right? really Man. feeling yourself.
4: I'm <laughs> feeling good. I'm telling you, I was, I was living on that. <laughs>
2: so I'm not thinking anything of it, right? He's excited. But then I look at what the first thing is and the last thing. And there are two things that have to deal with me that I have been hesitant to talk about. And it's about basically uh, women that I've dated, right? However, the first one that he picked, it it wasn't number one. It was like number 13. Like Mm. I remember in the order, I'm Mm -hmm. like, that shouldn't have been first on the list. And the last one he picked shouldn't have been last on the list because I know the order that I edit (laughs) these notes. And we both have (laughs) access to these notes. Like we're collaborators on the same notes. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to think, and then he's like, you know what, Katie? You just got to roll with it. You got to roll with it. That's the rules. Whatever number we pick, that's the
3: rules.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Your imitation of him is
3: so spot on. So I'm
0: guessing you went down the list and you're like, one wasn't going to be great or, and the last
4: one wasn't going to be great. So you picked those two? Um, <laughs> or not. Something like that. Now, okay. What had happened was I, I technically.
2: It was a setup. That's what happened.
4: Somewhat. Um, I didn't edit it. Right. What when, Normally, when I go in and I put in uh, what whatever I want to put in the bag of moments, I don't look at the other moments. I just put in whatever I put in and go on about my business because I like to be surprised. Now, this particular day, Katie and I were having a conversation about her love life off air. And it was good, man. It was good stuff. It was really good. And I felt like she needed a space. Man, you're learning so well. My heart is about to explode right now. Yeah, I didn't know. I I thought I was doing a service for my friend (laughs) to get this off of her chest once and for all. And it was so fresh in her mind. Like this day and the way that she was describing it, I was like, we cannot keep this from the people. And we, (laughs) we have to allow Katie to have a moment to share it. So I may or may not have inserted my new moment behind the last moment so that when we chose moments... I would know exactly where her moment was.
0: Man, there is a tear rolling down my cheek right now.
3: (laughs) Are you (laughs) such a proud sensei? When
0: you set up your co-host and you know they're going to be uncomfortable for the good of entertainment, you have graduated.
6: (laughs) And then I
3: I sold
4: it. I was like, the last one. (laughs) Teddy looked like we're doing that one. I was like, oh, who
2: knew? And I let it fly at the time until afterwards I realized that this is probably a setup. And now I have a decision to make because I'm the one who edits the podcast. Yeah,
0: that's the problem. Ultimate control. There's the problem.
2: And so I'm faced with the decision, do I just let it fly and just let that moment that I exposed myself and I was vulnerable out or do I take it out? Because I know the women that I'm talking about, not only do they listen to the Bird Show, Mm -hmm. they listen to the podcast and they'll know that this is about them. And so I'm just like nervous because I don't want to release it.
4: But before y'all decide, can I ask you uh, honest quote? Be honest, too. Okay. Is it one of the best segments we've ever done on In the Moment?
2: Yes. That last episode was one of the best episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying.
0: Let's take a vote here. Okay. Mm. Let's take a vote. You know where I'm going. <laughs> I
6: don't think you have to vote. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Anakin,
0: you are not doing radio or podcasting right if you're not losing a friend from time to time or a love interest. I
4: say put it out. And in my defense, I know that you get to edit it, so you will always have the last call, regardless of what I get you to do on air. But boy, was it good. Well, and I should mention this now. It, it appears that
0: um, Pioneer is now uh, hiring some new editors.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Kristen? Are you, are you letting it lay there? I, or are you cutting it?
3: I, I, well, I, I feel like there should be a lot of trust in when you're in a studio with somebody. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that you were set up. And it wasn't of your own volition. Word of the day. Um, So I say you cut it. Oh. (sighs) I think you have
6: to (laughs) ask. (laughs) Trust.
1: I think you got to ask yourself if you ruin this potential relationship because of this segment, will you be at peace with that decision? So if you think it's potentially going to ruin it and that's going to haunt you, I would take it out, but if you don't think it's that bad, I would keep it for the entertainment.
0: Look, it might be okay. time also because in any relationship if you're doing the kind of show we're doing or the podcast you guys are doing called In the Moment, then at some point you have to have this conversation with the person that you're going to be with in the future. So, this might be that launching pad. Talk about it.
2: Okay. All right. Well, you gonna, it'll be out at the end of this week. You going to do it?
0: You going to keep it in? I don't know yet. <laughs>
6: and now
4: she's learned the art of the tease there you it is
6: yeah. so, I'm so proud of you
4: guys it's a bird show. the bird Show the Burt Show